Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah, and thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and today I'll be addressing Gentiles and conversion in Messianic Judaism. Messianic Judaism has yet to determine what to do with all these Gentiles who are coming into all these Messianic communities. For a significant number of Messianic Jews, they want to relegate them to a kind of second-class status when it comes to how we live out our faith in Messianic Judaism or create a formal conversion that somehow mysteriously turns the Gentile into a Jew. Now, I think both of these approaches are focused on an ethnocentric view of salvation rather than a covenant-centric view. That's the problem. And I think by returning to a covenant view of salvation, the idea that salvation is based on whether or not you have covenant standing, which, by the way, comes through faith in the Messiah, think Abraham, rather than ethnic standing, the idea that I'm saved because of my ethnicity. This whole issue then gets resolved. So today I'm going to talk about what to do and where to go. And it's going to be brief. It's going to kind of be an overview. But uh, let's jump into the fray. Keep in mind that this midrash is, or that this is a midrash and not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself. And I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of Messiah. So, Jews and Gentiles in Messianic uh, Judaism. Now, I, I want to start out by saying, at least today, it seems like no one is happy in their own skin. Jews want to be Gentiles, and Gentiles want to be Jews. Or, Jews want to turn Gentiles into Jews through a rabbinic concept called conversion. Or, Gentiles want to de-Judaize the Jew and turn him into a Gentile. All kinds of problems. But in the end, it just seems like no one's happy being in their own skin. Now, take into consideration the dilemma of Jewish people themselves, both civil and rabbinic, and the idea that they have yet to come up with a definition that they can all embrace as to who is a true Jew. So today, the prevailing and controversial definition is that one's mother or grandmother has, or if no longer living, had to be Jewish. This is the definition. This is one of the core aspects of the definition. So in determining who's a Jew, you got to ask the question, was your mother or grandmother Jewish? If so, then you can claim Jewish ethnic status. Now, now that's troubling on a number of levels, not to me personally, but think about this. A number, a significant number of established leaders in Messianic Judaism who claim to be Jewish under this definition are not Jewish. Now, that's troubling. So what's a believer to do? You know, where do we go? Where do we turn? What are we going to do? when it comes down to this whole issue of Jewishness and ethnic status as the basis 
of our relationship with God. Well, perhaps ethnic standing is not as central to being saved as everyone is trying to make it. Let's look at Paul. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, as he weighs in on, on a similar aspect of our discussion. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 17 through 20. We'll go verse by verse. Verse 17, Paul says this, Only as the Lord has assigned each of you, as God has called each, let him walk in this way. I give this rule in all of Messiah's communities. So Paul's saying, look, how were you called? When God called you, what was your status? Don't change that. And this is by, by way of kind of a halakhic rule that he's going to give in all of Messiah's communities. Verse 18, he clarifies, Was anyone called when he already had been circumcised? Let him not make himself uncircumcised. And, 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 and so when, when we look at this, this word circumcised in the first century was kind of a code word that, that referred to ethnic Jewish status. So when he says, was anyone called when he already had been circumcised? What he's saying is, was anyone called when he already was Jewish? He already had Jewish standing, Jewish ethnic status? Well, don't change that. Don't eliminate that by becoming uncircumcised or by becoming a Gentile. In other words, if you became a believer as a Jewish person, remain Jewish. Because we're all saved both Jews and Gentiles, by grace through faith, not ethnic status. Your ethnic status had no basis in you being saved in the first place. God didn't save you because you were Jewish. He saved you because he loves you. Now, Paul goes on to say, has anyone been called while uncircumcised? Let him not allow himself to be circumcised. Again, this word uncircumcised is code also in the first century for ethnic status in any of the other ethnic groups that existed side by side with Jewish ethnicity. So this term uncircumcised can really be translated Gentile. So Paul's saying this, if you became a believer as a Gentile, remain a Gentile. Why? We're all Jews and Gentiles saved by grace through faith, not ethnic status. Your ethnic status as a Gentile has no basis in your, in your uh, uh, being saved. God didn't save you because you were a Gentile. He saved you because he loves you. The conclusion, verse 19 and 20, Paul says this, Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping God's commandments matters. Let each of you remain in the calling in which he was called. In other words, Jewish ethnic status and Gentile ethnic status does not matter when it comes to why and how God saves us. He loves us all, equally and fully. As the Jewish prophet Jeremiah put it, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Paul states, or is God the God of the Jews only? Question mark. Is he not the God of the Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. You see, God is the God of all flesh. He's the God of every spirit. He's the God of every person, whether they're Jewish or non-Jewish. And this agrees with many Jewish rabbis and commentators over the last 2,000 years. 
I think Paul's point is that we all, Jews and Gentiles alike, are saved by God's grace through faith in the Messiah alone and not on the basis of ethnic standing. Therefore, as saved Jews and saved Gentiles, let's focus on walking together in the commandments of God. That's what matters. Let's be faithful to the law of God. Covenant faithfulness is the emphasis. Let's embrace the Torah as a way of life, whether we are Jewish or Gentile. See, this will build connection, unity, and solidarity within Messianic communities. In our Messianic community here in in Colorado, Jews and Gentiles find their connectedness and communal shared experiences through the salvation that has come to us in Yeshua the Messiah and in living within the framework of his yoke of Torah. In Messiah, we are united, and the Torah, as a way of life, brings about a tangible, practical, and vibrant shared experience. So that's what we've learned. We have learned through Paul, through the scriptures, going all the way back to the Torah and what is said about Abraham, our father, the father of us all, that God has saved us by grace through faith in the promised seed. Whether we're Jewish or Gentile, that doesn't matter. When it comes to salvation, it's rooted and grounded in the love of God. It comes by grace through faith in the Messiah. This is what makes us one. This is what makes us a family, a community. And this is what we've discovered. And so instead of making ethnic status more than what what it actually is, we should focus on covenant status. And that that covenant status is what brings us together and makes us the people of God. And so enough with ethnic status. Let's focus on the unity we have in Messiah and this shared way of life called the Torah, as interpreted through Messiah, Yeshua, and his apostles. Let that be our unity, our solidarity, our experience. Thank you for listening. That concludes our program for this week. A special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah our listeners and supporters for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now. Pray with us. Give financially. Share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. And until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com.
God bless you and Shalom.